Hello, I'm Wendy McGee, and welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. Have you ever felt like running away from your life? Well, I actually did it. I was jobless and homeless, and drove across Canada alone. The great news is that, along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that I had everything that I needed already inside of me, which is where the name Round Trip comes from. Join me on my journey. My coast-to-coast trip resumed when I officially retired, and part two was set up very differently. In fact, I did no planning at all, in terms of where and when I would be. Nothing. Nada. I knew that I didn't want to repeat myself, so I deliberately set out to take different routes. Aside from that, a buddy installed a USB charger on my spider, I bought a heated vest and some additional camping gear, and bungeed an extra duffel bag to the back seat to carry more clothing and some food. It was the most liberating thing that I have ever done. I've gone off into the unknown before, but never with such excitement and anticipation of the adventure. Normally, I would micromanage all the details in advance to be as prepared as I could for any outcome. This time, I decided to trust myself completely and just go. I didn't have to worry about anybody but myself, and I had a solid dry run through the Maritimes and Newfoundland and Labrador earlier in the summer. I was ready to just be although it did take a few days to decompress from work and the furious efforts to vacate my apartment and put everything in storage. I gave it my all right to the very end. I didn't even leave work early on the very last day of work. On August 31st, 2019, I drove north to Mont-Laurier and then headed west from there. The temperature dropped to 4 degrees Celsius on the very first night and I was camping. My sleeping bag is rated to minus 2 Celsius, which I've read means that I may not be warm, but I likely won't freeze to death. It was actually quite comfortable. From the get-go, I was stopping whenever I wanted, taking pictures and chatting with anyone that was around. I posted pictures on my social media accounts to my small number of followers, but gave no details about my route or plans, which really didn't exist anyway. And I had some friends and family contact me as I was on the road to make plans to meet up. It worked out beautifully. Driving through northern Quebec and on to northern Ontario was enchanting. I've had people ask me about how bored I was on that route, but it was anything but. I understood better how Canada really is a country of rich resources. Gold mines and forestry, not to mention our people. And I could completely see what motivated the group of seven. It may sound bland, but I love water, trees, and rocks. I stopped for many photo ops along the way, hoping to eventually recreate some of those scenes on canvas. I also had a chance to capture a few roadside attractions. I was excited to mark the Wawa Goose as a milestone, but I also came across two giant fish as well, the first at Larder Lake and the second in Kenora, a muscalunge named Husky the Musky. I'd totally forgotten that I'd seen pictures of that one before in the 2008 movie One Week with Joshua Jackson. I'd seen it a few years prior. It's about a guy who spontaneously decides, when faced with a health crisis, to ride across Canada on a motorcycle. I have to credit that movie with planting the idea in my head. Incredible that it ever materialized, as I did not ride at the time and had honestly never considered it before. I'd even forgotten about his obsession with roadside attractions until I rewatched the movie upon returning home. One of the lines from the movie asks, What would you do if you knew you had only one day, or one week, or one month to live. That really resonated with me, and I don't believe that we should wait for a crisis to live out our dreams. And speaking of inspiration, 
A visit to the Terry Fox Monument outside Thunder Bay left me speechless, and that's not an easy thing to do. I went twice, the first time on my way out west, and I literally sat there with tears rolling down my cheeks trying to fathom the selflessness and deep desire that he possessed to make life better for other people with cancer. The second time was on my way out of Thunder Bay on the way back home. I needed some light and inspiration that morning and went back to watch the sun rise behind his silhouette. Over $800 million have been raised in his name in fundraisers all over the world since his 1980 Marathon of Hope. If that name doesn't make the average Canadian burst with pride, then I have no idea what would. It's contest time. The winner of the Cape Spear Lighthouse painting from last week's episode on Newfoundland was Noreen Brown. This week's painting is a silhouette of the Terry Fox Monument at Sunrise. Reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or by email to win this 8x10 acrylic. And if you like what you see in here, please share. Thank you for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. Love yourself.